Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Ah ah. Let's get it started. Come on, Harder. Here, let's get it started. Hey, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's play some basketball. And the rock gets red. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Cake and Kombucha. It is summertime fun, and I'm here with my friend Haja. Hello. Do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself, anything you want to say, and your Twitter handle? Hi, I'm Haja, Haji Bear at Instagram, and I forget what my Twitter handle is. It's not important. What's important is that I'm here. We're moving on from Twitter. I'm here for you, okay? We're moving on, okay. I'm having a hot girl summer in Brooklyn. Um, And it's been great. Yeah, I've been having a great time. We've been having a great time. It's been a blast. We've been having a lot of fun since I moved to BK and I Mm. live with Haja now. And my sister's brownstone. Haja's been... the National Geographic that is all the pets of the house. Yes, Haja has a cute black cat (laughs) named Kai who... I told you he tried to bite me, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's very aggressive with his love. I don't want to compare him to Chris Brown... Oh, but no. I just feel like oh, he's no. very problematic, but in a way that, you know, in a way that still, like, pinches at your heart. You know, he's going to do a little dance, do a little ditty, and get you back. You oh, gosh. It. You just know it. So he, yeah, he, um, <clears throat> he's been, like, curious, as cats are, about what I'm doing, who am I, why is this new person here on, sitting on all the things, because these animals think that the whole living room is theirs. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, um... Yeah, so, speaking of them, I was petting a little bit too much today, and I think I'm having a moment. Well, the thing is that what's been happening (gasps) is that even though she's very allergic to all of the animals... No, don't tell on me, don't tell on me. They, first of all, they are attracted to her, so as soon as she walks into the room, they all migrate towards her. And then she can't help but just pet them and touch them and play with them. And, you know, I think she's mildly They're in love. Lovable. She's very in love with the pets. I'm getting my salad. Yeah, she's going. very in love with the pets. And it's a good thing, you know. We have a very lovely house where the pets can just roam around. And most of the day, they really just spend moving from couch to couch, love seat to love seat. It's a beautiful thing to watch. One of these days, I'm going to set a sundial to them, and we'll just see if it's, um, if it's accurate. <laughs> but anyway, so I guess I'm just going to keep talking. So I'm Haja. I'm 36 years old. I'm a Cancer moon and a Leo rising. You know, Leo stand up. <sighs> cancer season was rough for us, guys. You know, I, I apologize on behalf of all the Cancers. It's been, it's been a rough season. Mercury retrograde. I hope everybody made it. You know, we're out here. What did I miss? Well, I was just, you know, telling them about our lovely pets and how they sort of just um, move from couch to couch and how, you know, how stressful their days are of like eating, running around, sleeping, and just rinsing and repeating on that. And then I apologize on behalf of all the cancers for horrible horrible cancer season at least for me you know there were some seeds planted however it was you know it was it was a lot it was a lot go go so what are you doing upstairs away (laughs) Ah, hold on and we're back that was just a little interlude to pretty much display what we were just talking about i'm 
dying but full of love and happy and the animals get into everything everything so <clears throat> excuse the gravelly undertones just, just, everything's <laughs> just coming out right now anyway so i just got a greek salad which i don't know if i've spoken about greek salads before one of my favorite things uber eats just show this restaurant that had a zero delivery fee right now Ooh. and so i went outside now this is this new thing since I've moved here, and I don't know if it's a Brooklyn thing, but the delivery people say, I'm outside. And to me, my normal response to that is, wonderful. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll wait till you ring the doorbell? I'll be, I say, I'll be at the door. Okay, you do say, I'll be at the door. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't play that whole, you know, I'm going to come and get, no, I, I pay for delivery for a reason, so. I don't know if people don't, like. No. I'm good. I don't want to go outside. That means getting dressed. And you're not going to get the free show of me being partially undressed. Listen, when I'm in my lounging robe, okay? It, well, she is actually wearing a lounging Listen. robe. <laughs> when I'm in my lounging robe and all kimono, all right? Kimono. I... Not, a, not, a, not to be confused with kimono. <laughs> not, no, not to be confused with kimono. Absolutely not. When I'm in my lounging Trademark. robe and all kimono, I... I'm a woman of leisure, and I do not come to the street to, you know, to gather my food. No. That would no, involve no. putting on outdoor shoes. Uh-uh. Instead uh-uh. of your house shoes. This is an indoor activity. When um, I was still in Harlem, activity. this guy, I had a standoff with, of course, an African. <laughs> he said, Stand off he said I'm outside. Come, I'm outside. I'm in my car. Come get out. Come get your foods. Mm. I said, excuse me? I just pretended like I didn't understand. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll be inside. I'll and be this here. isn't like, we live in a we live in a brownstone. We have a front door that's ours. This was like, I was going to have to get dressed, go get my keys and go outside. Have you lost? Have you lost? Are you daft? <laughs> Foolish goats. He would. He would absolutely argue you down to. He would and be he, the one. And we had a standoff. And he I said, okay. I, I said, okay. And I was just going to, um, I was just going to let the food get canceled because I'm petty and like I was really not going like I wasn't going I, I was actually sick that day which is part of the reason why I ordered so you know little did he know like I seriously wasn't going and so then after like seven minutes he decided it would be better to come inside and thankfully which leads to the story we're going to talk about first my food was all stapled and stuff so I knew he didn't hadn't tampered with it at all I was just like sir you're not gonna last long on the job like this okay listen he he doesn't you know I really miss the days of delivery when well no actually I don't that's why I use seamless like everybody else and yeah it's terrible I never go and pick up my food because again it's a indoor service and unless it's like something terrible like it's snowing outside and you're you're double parked and there's no way that you can get out that that is the only way that I will leave my home to go grab food but no Otherwise, I'm not doing it. But yes, did you hear? Or I've yeah, been... so <clears throat> the guy, but before we get into it, the guy outside that just came, he texted me, messaged me on the app, I'm outside. I went only because I'm recording. Like, I'm not trying to, like, I just, let me be efficient and get it. And I go down the stairs, I almost fall, to no faults of it. I'm clumsy. That's, we know this now. And so, he was like, how did I do? On time. I'm like, Okay. Um, okay, well, I appreciate you giving me a good rating. And I'm like, if you walked up the stores and rang the doorbell, that's how you would get the highest... Like, the fact that you actually are trying to get good ratings, 
And I love people who do these uh, courier services and apps and they know how to work the algorithms. Like, mm-hmm. I love... People are genius with it. And... It's an art. They it's know what art. they... It is an art. And he mm-hmm. knows what he needed. <clears throat> but he didn't feel compelled to come up the stairs and ring the doorbell. Mm-hmm. Believe that I'm not gagged that you're driving, okay? In Harlem, they're usually on a bike. One time, someone walked and it was like a mile and a half and then he came to me and his he was his foot was in a boot. <laughs> I was like, dude, what are you... What's going... So I, I tipped him and I gave him... <laughs> not in a boot. Yeah. Are you... <laughs> he wasn't that late. He was cute too. One time... Is this? I, ever I do not. I just want to say that I do not want to be that man's child because he's literally gonna tell the story. Oh, yeah. I had to walk six miles in a boot to go deliver. I had to walk from East Harlem to West Harlem with fried chicken, and I was on time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't tell me that that you can't get to school when the car broke down. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and Postmates, you know Postmates? Yeah, I've, I've used them a few times. In San Francisco, I had like, okay, this is old This is old life on a national tour. I did Postmates some contact solution. It was uh, Seattle. I didn't feel like going out. I was like, oh, I don't know where I am. Listen, you deserve. Bring you deserve. Me. You don't have to apologize. The, man, the dude texted me after. I go out in my pajamas and like two Miss Seely braids in my hair. And then he texted me about my gay roommate. Is that your man? Afterwards. Oh. And I was like, no. Because he was gay. But the thing is, I knew he was sexy on the phone. He had like a cute. He had one of those voices. He had a cute Nigerian mm. accent. And Listen, it's always the times that you're the most, that you think you're the most busted, that you're the most like relaxed, like natural, like at your, like not trying to do anything that a guy will pull up like, hey. But he brought a bottle of wine to the delivery because he was like I'm running late I'm gonna make it up to you guys oh and I was like what kind of movie okay. is this and how Listen. does it end what Listen. channel is it on or is it online <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those misconnections I would have definitely went online and been like are oh, you you an uber driver yeah but he messaged me but then <laughs> me. I no but then I asked him I was like so is that a wedding ring you had on oh. no answer the end oh well uh he- you did say he goes African right uh-huh. I mean yeah yeah. Feeling so anyway, anyway, tangents, tangents. The first story we're gonna get into is that how did you want to lay lay the foundation? Well, see, for me personally, this does not come as a surprise at all. You know, as someone who uses all types of delivery services, I've always felt as if if someone is going to be with your food for a long period of time, especially from like McDonald's. Who can resist McDonald's fries? Who? Whom's amongst... Who's, I can. Whom's amongst you? <laughs> who's, who's among these... <laughs> among thee. Can resist it. Can resist the smell. Can resist it, the smell of... Of fresh, just right, right out that clean grease. Not the grease that's been there the whole day now. Ew. I'm not talking about the 5 p.m. grease. I'm talking about that fresh, you know, 10.45 a.m. grease. You know, the one that they just got in there after they finished cleaning, hopefully cleaning from the night before. Um, But there is a story that apparently, now they did a report, there was a study, Mm -hmm. right? And they found that, what was it? I forgot what the percentage was. I think it was 
one out of four. Oh, yes. Mm. But then they translated to um, actually a little more, 28% mm. of delivery, food delivery drivers have eaten your food. Yep. Who knew? Who knew? If you're surprised by this, you're probably still buying Lauren Hill tickets and wondering why she's late. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> God, no, no I love Miss Hill. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Hmm. The Mercury retrograde is still working on me. It's probably working on her too. I'm yeah. Sure <laughs> she, has to align, she has to align her chakras. Yeah. She has to align her chakras. Yeah. But yes, I, I am not surprised. Honestly, I just, I, I try to, whenever I'm using like Uber Eats or a service like that, I try to order food that I know that I can easily detect if it's tampered with. Like I'm not ordering fries. Um, I what? order, yeah, I order like, listen, Chinese food but only. But fries don't usually come in a paper cup when you order delivery. But even sometimes when I order from like the local the like a- bar or like lounge place that sells bar food, they have it like in a paper thing. And I'm always just like, mm. Oh, but to get it home, they usually, this, the gag is looks they a little put it light. in the tinfoil, um, plate bowl thing. You know, oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the plate <laughs> And the problem is it's soggy. That's the real That's problem. True. I mean, listen, I just, I, when you're ordering your food, you just have to, you're rolling the dice. And at the end of the day, you're trusting A, strangers to make your food. You're trusting strangers to deliver your food. If you are going to be really freaked out about it, you know, make your own food, you know, don't, don't order. Cause honestly, if you're gonna, if you're gonna worry about it, uh, I hate to tell you what they might be doing at your at the at the local restaurant when you're not looking. That's what I'm saying. So, okay, the funny part, other part was that 21 percent of people who received the food um, could tell it been tampered with or suspected. Mm. So I'm intrigued. I don't know how they got people to admit to this. Like, you have to be a really good interviewer or yeah. good at the way you set up the poll or whatever how the research was done to even get a response to admit to this. I was impressed. Yeah. Yeah. However. I might be missing some gross out gene or I'm just wired differently because I just was like not I didn't really care like yeah to me the food there's so much worse that can go on in the food preparation and I mean do people really wash their hands no is it gross to think of someone putting their hands in your food and like taking part of it yes but hey come on I, I you know I order Indian food I don't think someone stuffed their hand inside of my curry and like licked it off like I just don't I don't see that happening. So when we're thinking about the things that you can grab, like you said, it's probably items. It's probably mm-hmm. a fry, a wing, things that come in multiples that wouldn't be noticed. A popcorn, shrimp, what have you. Yeah, a popcorn, shrimp. I ordered four chicken wings and I only have three. Yeah, and then it's got to be way more. It's got to be when you wouldn't know. You know, I when need it, justice. When you wouldn't miss it. It can't be an order of like, it's probably not eight. Like, I bet yeah. you can't do it if they ordered someplace bougie. You could do it if they ordered, like, a big order. Exactly. But, I mean, I just think the more gross part is probably the food preparation part. So I was a little confused at people I saw online just freaking out and be like, that's fucking disgusting. And then someone was like, I blocked this dude on Facebook because, yeah, he admitted to doing that. I blocked the guy in this group because he said he did that. That's disgusting. And I was like, okay. Um, I just don't know why you're surprised. I just yeah, think, I think they nastier things happen in the kitchen. I see people eating at restaurants with C ratings. Do you know how how, how easy it is to get an A? Listen, and then you can pay to have your rating improved. 
like you basically get fines and you pay. It doesn't mean all the mice are gone. So if someone has a C, bless you, child. Bless you. Listen, I just think that this, maybe it's a, I don't know if it, I don't really know if it's generational, but if you guys remember, I remember when, was it Dateline and 2020 used to do those uh, undercover reporting? Yeah, when with, like, they blue were, lights and With the blue rooms. lights and hotel rooms, and they would also have, like, you know, the secret cameras of restaurants and see people doing some, some really intimate things to your food. And maybe we just have stepped away from that. I don't know if they're still doing that, but I come from the generation no, that... No, now people are taping it they and They grew and up with themselves. that, yeah. Oh, well, oh my gosh, I forgot when they were doing what was it the blue bunny well that was a, I'm not even going to call it a challenge that was gross that, oh that girl that looked like ice cream I'm, she is so lucky that she we was a minor yeah but you know I just think that there is a lot of the gross things that are happening and I do think that people should be alarmed you know if you are just you know waking up to the reality of this you know that people are not nice and you know some people are gross and they might tamper also, with your like, food. what do you consider gross because if you eat raw fish you could get tapeworms so is that gross but sushi's so good it's so delightful my one of my old stage so hands told me good. that she opened a can of tuna and something like a worm wiggled out one die see i think that's one of those things that would be like when they tell my um behind the my VH1 you know behind this the music story that's gonna be when you know when they say that's when the music died and it goes to like black and white <laughs> <laughs> and the screen goes to black and white and it's just like things just went left after that I think she burnt down the house yeah take me off the earth <laughs> take me off the earth I want to get off oh my gosh that would. Oh my gosh, that that is super creepy. But yeah, so you know, listen, as long as you're not getting sick, make sure that you take your vitamins, that you know you're getting your fish oils and you know, you you you're getting enough sleep and exercise and taking your what is it? Acidophilus and your probiotics or go and to all Trader that. Joe's and make your own food. Yeah, and just you know, make your own food. You know, I'm going to actually try that because I've been ordering a what what could be amounted to a king's ransom on um seamless and i've decided you know what i'm just gonna get a cookbook and just you know wing it youtube you know oh, she's a great cook anyway well we don't need a th- cookbook. thank you but i'm definitely uh, i've been i've been spending a lot on indian food so i'm gonna try to see if i can you know chef it up in the kitchen that'll be YouTube. fun to make. we'll have to do a field trip which my friend yeah. will take us and we gotta go to like a real indian spice shop oh yeah absolutely gotta, you gotta kind of set up your supply it's not really to really do there's just like a there's an amount of stuff you have to have to start super excited i cannot i cannot wait but yeah you know it's okay guys just you know take care of yourself eat well and hopefully just you gotta just try to get your body to resist the germs because they're coming regardless of what you're doing they're coming you yeah, just I have mean, to do your best not, to, like stop the fake yeah. outrage like yeah i mean i i'm more of a like it's wrong than a grossed out part yeah i just feel like i wouldn't be able to yeah. do that like mm-hmm. i just feel like that's i don't know i wonder do, are they really hungry are they curious that's do they low-key resent they just resent their job like listen honestly this is what you get when you wanna when you live in bed and you want to order food from williamsburg you know you're oh either gonna get on that l train and make that ride or you're gonna pay the extra price and lose a couple of fries that's it i'm sorry that's how the that's how the rules work we can't get all this convenience There's and all these other so things many other fees it yeah there is a price a to tasting this fee. they and also like they're 
practically not even getting paid because then they find out that apparently I think these delivery companies, when you tip, they're actually taking it out of the people's pay. So if you were getting $8, yeah, I forgot what report came out that apparently if you were getting paid, let's say $8 an hour from Postmates or DoorDash or whatever it may be, and somebody tips $5 on their meal, they will pay you eight dollars for that so basically that five dollars goes into your actual pay and they oh yeah. that is you know, oh that is actually the way the restaurant works too so like yeah they do waiting tables them, yeah. used to be five dollars an hour when i first did it and then they bumped it up well actually that place that was illegally not paying is called oso it's on 130 <laughs> Third uh, in Amsterdam. Tell them. And they did not pay me what New York State was supposed to pay me. They would also, the bartender would steal tips. I don't mm. know why he thought I can't add. If you tell me what the payout is and the percentage, I do have a calculator yeah. on my iPhone. I mean, I can't add, but I know how to Listen, calculate. We have things. the technology, okay? On my iPhone. So, anyway, yeah. scammers, scammers, yeah. delicious yeah. Mexican food, scammers. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Mexican food uh, run by white people. Mm. So they... There's a but, difference. No, but the, the head chef uh, who designed the menu is a black young woman, and she's fantastic. Mm. Anyway, you're supposed to get, like, now thirteen fifty, I think. And then how it works with the tips is if you don't get enough, like, if you don't make enough... Actually, this might be different than what you're saying. If you make more than thirteen fifty in an hour, yeah. then you just get paid what your tips were. Okay. No, no, no. You get your base pay no matter what. Wait, let me think about this. They, it has you. You can't get paid less than thirteen fifty an hour. Okay. Basically, so either the tips comprise that or they make it up. Okay. But the way, but like before with restaurants, if it was a slow day, and no one came in, then you're just going home with your five dollars an hour. Well, gotcha. Now gotcha, they gotcha. have to get you up to thirteen fifty, which is minimum wage, right? It's um, supposed to be fifty. Well, I think they're gonna gradually. They're trying to make it fifteen. It to 15 yeah. yeah, so they have to get you up there, to, uh, somehow, and that's the law. But anyway, enough with scamming, food scammers. <laughs> We're gonna go on to well, a different kind of scamming. We will take a short break and we will talk about the debates. So, this week we saw round two of the Democratic debate. I saw a lot on the internet about how great Marianne Williamson was on my timeline. And I just have to say, y'all obviously don't listen to the podcast because I already told you about her like five months ago that she's that bitch. Anyway, she won, but we'll, we'll get to her. We'll get to... Um, so, this was, she was on night one. So, night one... We had a new candidate, Governor Todd Bullock from Montana. Mm. My thought as I was watching was, where is Montana really? (laughs) Does anyone really know where it is? Like, are you sure? Like, can you really point it out on a map? Mm. Who are you? Why are you on CP time? (laughs) The, The presidential race already started, and here you are. And we lost our friend, the spunky red frat bro. Oh, he's not there anymore. He's he not didn't, there he didn't, anymore. He didn't make the cut. I don't think he liked it. He seems... He I knew I liked his spirit because he's like, look, I don't have time. Like, this is painful and I'm not doing it. He yeah. he was in an interview saying like, 
how the moderators just look at you like, who are you? Why are you talking? Like, they give you love. Like, they openly shade. But they do openly shade the new people that are not the front runners. Yeah, like, the, I, I think what people, what no one tells you is that no matter where you go in life, it's always going to be just like a bigger high school. Yeah. Yeah, so no matter what industry you're at, no matter what age you are, whether you're in a nursing home, it's just a really There's big high school. There's always going to be someone gonna, to make you feel stupid. Listen, it's, it's, just, it's just what it is. It's just what and it he is. He was like, look, I don't need this abuse. I'm going to go back to my state. <laughs> I don't have to take it anymore. What was he, ma- a mayor? Was he a mayor? Or a I don't know. Governor? He's from he, California. It's not important anymore. He's gone. It's not. He's, He's gone. gone. But I He's actually gone. do hope that he runs, you know, in like 40 years... <laughs> When we've had enough... 40? <laughs> that's when I'll be ready to have another white president. Oh. Mm. A white male. Well, yeah. We need to just have some time of trying some different flavors of ice cream out. Yeah, you know, we just need a break. You know, we need to see other genders of presidents. Yeah. And, you know, we really... I feel as if one has been getting a lot of shine. And maybe, you know, we just need a hot girl summer, you know? Okay, so... I just want everyone to know I still stand for Elizabeth Warren. Like, nothing will take that away. Like, she's still my white queen. She is my principal. She's my substitute teacher. She's Listen. my librarian. She's my grandmother. Liz she's was, everything to Liz, me. Liz was out here. She was, you know... She's not... She can't... She's unruffled. Because yeah. that is how you are when you know your facts. Yeah. And you actually believe what you're saying. And you, like... There's, there's something to speaking unrehearsed. And we were talking, and I was lucky enough to get into my third Bob Krakauer seminar. And we talked about, we had played this game where we had to make up stories and then go around the circle and say whether we were lying or mm-hmm. not. And like, oh, yeah. part that. of what makes lies convincing is they're based on a little bit of the truth. So you like have to believe part of it a little mm-hmm. bit. And you just have to not be like trying to like memorize something and recite it. I, I've switched topics. Uh, to be honest, I don't know if that story is relevant. Um, let's ignore it. My point was just looking at Andrew Yang. I know he believes what he's saying, but mm-hmm. he's so stiff and like he he doesn't even have good sight lines. It's like where are you looking? Whereas I saw him in Washington Square Park and he was charismatic and confident. Yeah, yeah. When he was around his people who were, you know, who lift him up. Yeah, we were all yeah. there like in our t-shirts and hats. I donated to his campaign, by the way. Last year. Oh, nice. Um, $20. So some (laughs) intern got part of her seamless order. Part. And (laughs) he, you know, he was like his universal income thing is makes sense. He's kind of like that person like has the answer. But honestly, if I were coaching him, I would just say you do have to sound more. Honestly, sometimes people need less detail and more grand idealistic statement yeah they you got to put on a show a little yeah, bit yeah you have to put on a show it's it's you're on the world stage and i think that that's what it's really clear with warren and Political sanders and i think also with kamala harris i think that she gets it when it comes to okay this is this is had this has to be this is a night of um what is it uh hot takes and quotables and memes like you know the the interview that um who was it that Williamson had after you know after the debate which is like how did you do yeah and she's like I just you know I can't wait to see the memes it's like you know 
any campaign right now that does not get that this is basically like PR on crack or whatever. Like, I don't know what the kids are using. I don't, I, I'm, I'm from the eighties. I don't know what it is. What, whatever, whatever the equivalent of crack is in 2000 or whatever we are in. Probably pills. Whatever. That is what you need to be on. And I think that, you know, it's nice to have, you know, a great ideology. You know, it's great to have that, you know, down home feeling, but in order to beat Donald Trump, you have to also be a showman. Yeah. And or he's a woman. Yeah, all show woman. And you have to basically be that a lion. Show you have to be that lion tamer. He's gonna be that lion in the circus and you have to be the tamer. You have to be able to, you know, go high when you need to go high, but you have to be able to play dirty. And Liz can tame him. The yeah. reason part of the reason I'm attracted to her, she has that quality that makes people feel stupid it's the school teacher thing yeah like yeah. i know she can like just give him a withering glance yeah. and he'll stop like she when you know what you're talking about and you believe in it you just can't be stopped that's mm-hmm. that's my main point like she just is unruffled and she had she burned um was it who did she burn was it bullocks uh Oh, Delaney. Delaney was like, oh, Delaney call, was like calling them their stuff fairy tale economics and things like that, which is like, did you sit and calculate it all? Like, uh, then shut up. And then <laughs> she said, I don't understand why anybody goes to all the trouble of running for the president of the United States just to talk about what we really can't do and shouldn't fight for. Yeah. And I was so thankful. That was her Cheers. second time in the night she tried to set the tone. In the beginning, she was like, that's a Republican talking point. Please yeah. do not do that here. We're all, you know, on the same side. Yep. And... How do you, but how do you strike that balance between tearing the other opponent down so you get to be number one and the fact that we need, we need a candidate that can be Trump. Can I tell you, I knew, I knew Hillary, I knew Trump was going to be president. The way that we destructed as a democratic party, I knew there was no going back from that. Well, I think, I think the thing is like, even with, with Warren doing so well, I think, when you look at the what the polling numbers, even though she's, I'm not sure what she's I'm polling at it, as opposed to Harris. I actually didn't know what the polling is post the debate. But I know that is this country ready for a female president, and I think that's really going to be it. Is it going to be? Is misogyny going to overrule in another qualified presidential candidate? Only seven candidates will qualify for the next debate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, they announced it. Um, I mean, the, all the all the people that you thought was going to be on there are going to be on there. Um, but, like, who else? Who's... Uh, I, it's, I have to log into the Times all the time. Okay, it's Sheena's login. Um, <laughs> You're like, okay, let, let, let's be honest right now. But, like, I think, you know, I think Kamala Harris... Damn it! You know, Cory Booker's on there. Do, do you want to go down the list? Oh, well, Marianne! We're not going to get our reparations now. Joe Biden, Cory Booker, Pete Bootyhead, Kamala uh, Harris, Beta Overick, Bernie Sanders, and oh, Elizabeth Warren. I didn't know. Wait a minute. Julian Castro and Andrew Yang are gone? Oh, yeah. I mean. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Julian Castro is really strong. He's really I can strong, see him. and I love that he kept pushing. He's low-key hot. Yes, he is very um, He's hot He's a little bag. tiny snack. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, but I love that he kept pushing, um, what is the referendum um, for ICE, I think it was, that he wanted to take out of the law that's going to stop the separation, and he really kept pushing that. I think that he definitely had rehearsed talking points, which are good. 
But again, I really, it's, and I really do think that these candidates, their job is to move the uh, the front runners a little bit more to the left and really push these issues. And that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen on both sides. We need a lot of people pushing these issues so that we can get these candidates, the ones that we do primary, actually fighting for what people want. So how did that dude get there? Wait, now I'm lost. Who? The Bullocks dude. I don't know. How did he how did he get there to just wait? Like, I think it was a write in. I think it was night. like you know how people wrote in Harambe? I just feel like that was a thing that happened. So, like, he's, so he got out there talking about now look everyone should have a private option my son was sick he had to be helicoptered away from something bougie where it's like if you weren't you know in the alps like at a five-star resort you wouldn't have to you know you would have been closer to hospital anyway but he was just like we were in veil we were in veil he has to be helicoptered down with the hiltons yes the state of the art uh you know where ben carson and dr oz themselves were there <laughs> but like he was like we love our health insurance of course we have, he, he said we have great health insurance and i'm like are you lost sir sir are you lost you 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 missed the point that like the point is that most people don't have any or great like that's why i don't understand about the, the people saying that there should be a private option who are trying to toe the line are just doing that they're trying to toe the line yeah. like you either yeah. don't understand like supply and demand or you're trying to toe the line like saying that we, you know, listen to what uh, Buttigieg says every time. No, yeah. no, listen. No, first of all, every time anyone says look, they're buying time to think. But they yeah. also just sound like a folksy. Like, it's very annoying. Oh I don't my think goodness, you, Biden. Tell, tell I don't think Biden. any of them in their real lives are like, oh, no, well, well, look here. Well, yeah. uh, no, 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 listen. No, look. So Pete always says that, you know, well, I believe in uh, Medicaid for all with who want it. So anyone who wants it can get it. And anyone who wants a private insurance can do that. It's like, don't you understand you're creating two systems that yeah. you're putting the poor people in a different one. All the best doctors are going to go to this other one. Yeah. That's why Bernie's trying to make a private option illegal because we, you know, we pick and choose what rights we get really upset about in America. Like, oh my God, I want my and rights. Don't monopolize. Oh, like don't that. constitution. But then yeah. you don't like freedom of speech and you want Alan Omar to go home. So like, we're very fickle about the whole Yeah. So I don't have the right to do anything I want. It's America. He's making it illegal because it doesn't work otherwise. Like we're trying yeah. to create like a new world order, and we have the best doctors would go to the people that could pay the most. Absolutely. And the system for the poor people would be overloaded, and it, nothing would really change much. Yep. So that's why he wants it to be illegal. And when people keep saying there should be a choice, it's almost like oh, but you don't get the the thing that weird is weird to me is contrasting the choice part with can't like a choice is when everyone can choose right yeah yeah but a choice isn't when some people can't yeah so i'm like you're not addressing the fact that like some people can't and that's the issue and and someone else online pointed out like why are we so obsessed with work work uh insurance work insurance like work insurance sucks we should have work insurance being sucks. alive insurance it's work insurance i pay a ridiculous amount for insurance and i still get bills that would make you dizzy so it and as an actor we get it uh either union you have to have worked a certain amount of months to afford health care so you you know when you're not working you don't even get health care to go pay for your antidepressants yeah it's i mean it's definitely a big issue and i think that all of the candidates really did a pretty good job with the exception of biden who was stumbling all over the place he was a hot mess yesterday it's funny because people thought he was strong 
Because he's combative. He was combative. No, every time that he stopped, every time he was interrupted, he was the only candidate that every time he was interrupted, it was almost like, yes, oh, thank you. Thank you, God. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's yep. like, I'm done. I'm good, thank you. I'm not going to fight with you, bitches. And then he would also, like, ramble off in the end like he was winging it. Like, it, it just, it really was well, very honestly, messy. I don't want to be ages, and it makes me sad, but he just looks so much older now. And, like, I mean, start to think about... But but here's the thing, he looks so much older like now. Does gonna live for another eight years? All of these candidates, no Out, shade. No outside shade. of that, the fact that he's even still a front runner, and he had a performance like that yesterday, and he doesn't even really have a very clear, uh, and any really clear things about what he's gonna do he's different in this administration. Nothing and he except did, like and I, I, you know, he's I just like with, listen. With he's literally like I. He is the candidate that's just there because if any of these other people mess it up. You can always rely on me. I, you know, people. I'm, I'm a white man. That's basically what it is. It's like I'm a white man, and I'm, you know, no, I'm more charismatic. No, but he is civil rights. Yeah. Well, he's he's just like an old dude that's not used to being questioned, and he's I not. Think he's a good guy. I do. But too. he touches people when they don't want to be touched, and then he thinks he's like cheering them up, but it's like no. But I told you I don't want he's to. He's definitely a progressive good old boy, and what I think, <laughs> what I think, phrase. yeah, and what I think is really interesting about this uh, election cycle is that we are going to be faced with a lot of um, ideology that we felt as if a lot, you know, especially white progressives. There's going to be, I think it's going to get pretty uncomfortable for everybody when we're kind of being faced with, hey, why don't you just, you know, simmer down on this candidate and don't bring up your issue until, you know, we all get, you know, why don't we just get free first and then it'll be your turn. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we saw what happened with the white gays on that one. So, yeah, we, we, we learned from our history and it's going to be really interesting to see how these, um, how the, the social media interacts with it and with all these things that are happening with, you know, Russia still trying to interfere with our elections. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting. Which Mueller said is still happening actively. Actively happening, a la hashtag face app. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> so, to, so some shallow observations. Um, Tulsi Gubbard. Still looks like she would kill you if she took off her gloved hand and touched you with it. Yeah. She's definitely a mutant. Um, she's an X-Men. That's unquestioned. Um, I definitely get a Mystique vibe from her. I feel like she Mystique. I get Rogue. Like, I get... Because she even has a white streak. Oh, she does have a white streak. Yes, that's even more on brand. You're right. You're right. You got that. So, um, yeah, like, and then who else? Beta O'Rourke, he looks sad. He looks like a sad puppet. I feel as if, listen, I think that Beto O'Rourke would be really, really great right now doing the work on the ground. I think that him even getting as far as he did in Texas says it's a big, big deal. And going to a presidential candidacy was not the right move for him right now. I think building the momentum to maybe a 20, what is it? 2024, uh, 2028, he should be on the ground right now. No, you know, no, not 2028, 2060. Okay, e- either way, listen, listen. I just think that with the momentum that he had coming from, you know, getting as close as he did, what could have been really, his work was needed on the ground to keep that momentum going for whoever does become the Democratic uh, candidate. You know, so I, you know, I think... Hopefully we'll get some of the... Hopefully he'll be kicked off soon enough so that we can have him doing the work that he really needs to be doing. I think that he has some great ideas, but really, it's... Come on. 
Come on. He just why so soon? I feel like it's it's almost like a lot of these candidates are getting him, that Instagram made him feel effect. Like he was yeah. Yeah, it's like this Instagram effect. Yes, did you know? It's and I know that you know the it's you know the now that we have a basically social media president that like Twitter you know the tweets and does all this thing, it's kind of hard to go unring the bell. But I just really wish that we will just that a lot that people would not be so swayed by social media fame and by use quick, that by quick spikes and popularity. Yeah, it's like you. you or, so what you got? You know, twenty thousand retweets. That doesn't mean that you should run for president. I, you know, it's just. Just stop. That's stop. a good. That's a good point. I mean, and definitely for sure. Not not even Trump's social media presence, but just the fact that he won makes people feel like, well, anything can happen. Yeah, and so it, this is it's my the wild turn. wild west. Yeah, people really do wild, feel wild, like it's the wild wild west of like elections. You know what? Little Nas X for twenty twenty. That's Little that's not, it. Listen, you know what? <laughs> and if seven year olds could vote, we'll have we another have, remix. We'll have another. We have remix. our first African American president. <laughs> Queer. queer, queer, who was under the age of twenty five. <laughs> that, that is the one thing I can, you know, I don't know much about Lil Nas X except he's that like I'm listen. He's, you know, black man joy. I love it. I love his spirit, and you know, keep going. So one spicy moment from last night. I'm still talking about Marianne, even though she's fired, been fired. She wants she she wants two hundred billion dollars in reparations minimum and. Well, she said any lower than a hundred billion is an absolute insult. Yeah, and it really should be in the trillions. Actually, is what she said. And they asked her, and I've seen a more than one reporter ask her, "Well, is that number just like, you know, symbolic, or is it?" And that the way they said it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. It said they said it like they thought it just sounded like a lot, and I'm like, "Do you have no fucking concept of how this country was built?" Like, do you, you don't understand the industry that it was built on? People who actually labored and built, like, Washington, D.C., our capital. Mm. I, like, they thought it was preposterous. Like, there, that was what was in the... the and, and you know, when you think about the things we spend money on, that's so offensive that you think that that's, like, a lot for that purpose. And she, like, is like, well, Germany paid this much to Holocaust survivors. And slaves were promised. She said on that debate stage... And no one else, honestly, makes me emotional to talk about it because mm-hmm. no one else stands up for us that way directly. Not even the fucking black candidates. But not I don't even, know. Not even the beige coalition. But don't you think that's a little bit of pandering? Like, I feel as if she's really good at those talking points. Like, she also is one of the candidates. I saw a video of her in a, what was it, like in a church or something where she had the white people get up and apologize to the black people for slavery and you know like I just I listen look she's Oprah spiritual advisor she's 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 very spiritual person but here's here's my thing Oprah. about reparations right do wait, I wait, believe let me just say oh, before yeah, you ahead. say that mm-hmm. that she said what she said was slaves were promised 40 acres and a mm-hmm. mule no it's not just the name of Spike Lee's production company this really happened for every family of four <laughs> uh 40 acres and a mule and if they had they never got it and then she talked on the other program, and then we went into the Black Code, which kept slaves enslaved, mm-hmm. essentially kept ex-slaves enslaved. Then we went right into Jim Crow, Jim Crow redlining. Absolutely. Now we're here at police brutality. And, and gerrymandering and And prison industrial yeah. complex. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is like a straight line. Why do other white people act like they don't know this? But I, I thought it was powerful on the stage to hear her say, um, guess what? You didn't do what the fuck you said you would. Yeah. And it's created, she called it like a dark... 
you know, underbelly of like spiritual malaise, really. And I believe that. I, I mean, I do agree. I think that there's a huge debt that this country has to pay to the descendants of slaves. And I definitely think that there should be more talks on how that can happen. But what I fear is that when you give people an out, when you literally give people, white people specifically, especially racist white people, when you have paid all the black people for slavery, then what? Then then it's going to be like, well, can we now, it doesn't fix you know, the prison industrial complex. But it doesn't, it doesn't, anyway. you know, it doesn't, it doesn't fix anyway. the socioeconomic. They, everything that they happened. Would just, I feel like the moment that we, that anybody, that I don't even include myself necessarily in that, but the moment that anybody gets that much amount of money, they would devalue. If, if, if each black household was to get anything that's like, of actual value that they can actually say, you know what, I'm going to change this. our currency. They would else. devalue the dollar to be like monopoly money. I promise you. They so for me, it's like, so for me, you know, for me, I would, you know, and I, and I, you know, I wish that I had a better solution. I've heard some people talk about this conversation before and said, you know, you should give people like, you know, stock options, like but things. That wasn't a whole big companies. Though. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I, she, I just feel like I don't want to give white people an out. I don't want them to say, well, now, you know, oh, but, you know, we paid y'all. It's but good. That, but, the, but, it's, giving, but the idea of giving white people an out is, I, I totally get what you're saying, but it's like, we live in two different worlds. People that are educated and people that are not educated. And I don't mean college. Mm-hmm. I mean people that are aware, that can understand historical concepts, know that societies have an infrastructure, things that they were built on, traditions, program. I mean, they like... racist people act like we just woke up today and you know today is the first day of life and and i shook a black person's hand and held open the door for them so racism doesn't exist and i don't know what they're bitching about like my point is that are we going to wait for people to acknowledge basic facts because i actually don't think they ever will no no, I mean no. If you if you don't believe that, if you if you don't if you have not acknowledged it by now, you're never going. So to. I don't really know if I care what those. I don't really know if I care what those people think. Right. And I just feel like we gotta get keep getting ours because they they people say that about Obama being president, even in the '60s in 1965 or like I think at the moment after the Civil Rights Act, there was a survey taken. Of, of, of people, of like white people asking them, do they think black people, do they think they have advantages over black people? And they mm. said, no, the majority of people said no, no one who's a perpetrator of evil and violence and racism has ever thought it was bad and acknowledged it as such. And so I just feel like that's, that's the way it works. Yeah. I think I quoted last week, a quote from that I heard on, did I hear it? Yeah. I heard it on, um, power to the people. Mm. Wait. Pod, pod, pod save to, the people. Pod save the people. Yeah, that's a good. Idea. And wait, which one is the one with the black pod people? Pod save America. Pod save the people. That's okay. the one with the active. That's activist one. With uh, D Ray. Yeah, with yeah, D Ray yeah, McKesson yeah. and Miss Brittany. Um, so they said that, you know, denial of racism is one of the main facets. It, denial of racism is how racism functions. Yeah. You can't do most things that uh, like disadvantage people and hurt people by being like a big nasty, like by that villain with the top hat that ties people to the railroad. (laughs) Yeah. That's not it. It's it's part of it. It's a typical part of it. So Mm -hmm. we need to stop being like surprised. Yeah. And actually be like, oh, just hear it for what it is. Like every one time someone said doubts it, like you are a perpetrator. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying and it's uncomfortable and people will be really pissed, but I don't know. Do you think that, do people respect the government enough to think if my government decided to do a thing, then there's a reason or no? Like if they decided to... Yeah, like, oh, well, like... I feel like a white person would have to be empowered to do it because if a black person, they'd be like, look at these darkies in office. Look what they're yeah, yeah. passing everything out. Exactly. Well, I mean, I don't think... Like, can we change the zeitgeist of culture by, you know, if this is what it is, then does that make people say, oh, we are actually making this important because it's that important right now? Or, like, do you think there's any symbolic weight that, like, just a government deciding to do something... Can ha- I do? I think it shows. Yeah. Res- I think it confers respect that we didn't get. Before. Yeah, I think definitely. Um, the you know, the way that the we're a little distracted. The, yeah, the way that the Holocaust are, is course. treated as opposed to slavery, right? That mm-hmm. that is a perfect example of just a difference into, um, genocides of you know people. You know what I mean? So. We definitely see how that's treated, especially in the news when somebody even talks about, you know, the Holocaust as opposed to when they talk about slavery. And that's not, you know, any kind of, um, what do they call it, um, oppression Olympics. You know, they're, they were great, um, just disgusting, you know, acts against nature, against humanity in both of them. Um, and I really hope that there can be some kind of I, the legislation that needs to happen, it's it's so deep when it comes to fixing the prison industrial complex. I think that would be a great way to, you know, anything that can be put towards fixing that system um, can be a great way to hopefully free the descendants of slaves that are we basically enslaved in now. We you need know, equity in our in home. We need, what? we need wealth. We need we, to yeah, have... Yeah. The same amount of wealth. We need to be able to generate generational where we, where we grant, you know? accumulate it. Yeah. And so just to pretend like people are even when they don't have safety nets or, you know, you know, just the dumb self-starter stories you hear yeah, oh, about yeah. like, well, what did I do? You know, we saved and we saved and we saved and I moved into my, first my, gra- my grandmother's house so I didn't pay rent and like... Yeah. Or, you know, the other property here. and the, Just the, the way people don't even recognize yeah. things that they have that other people don't have. That's the kind of stuff. Like, so prison, yes. But, like, I'm not talking about... Like, the law should treat everyone fairly, point blank, period. I'm, but there's just stuff that we just can't... Okay, wow. Being stalked right now. Oh, my gosh. The cat will not stop jumping up on the bench next to me. Stop it. Okay. I really should go wash my hands. I'm just, just remind me not to touch yeah. my face. Okay. Um, but anyway, so Marianne, I felt like she stood up for the people. I mean, I don't really have anything else important to cover. A lot of it is this, is the same old, the same old stuff, except the zingers and all oh, that. Oh, Kamala Harris. I don't, she got zinged. Yeah, well, but I mean, I, I, I will she say... She seemed unfazed, and then I felt unfazed. Well, I do feel, but I will say about Williamson, there has been some troubling things um, said about her, about her. She's an anti-vaxxer. Okay, she and, said you know, that forcing people to get vaccinations was Orwellian. That yes. was her exact quote. You know, and as we know, that is not... Um, 
you know, it, it protects those people, the, the less, you know, those kids and people who cannot get vaccines. So that is a very dangerous ideology. Plus, I heard some things about um, that she's not very friendly when it comes to um, handicapped people as well as just she has some really uh, questionable or problematic thoughts when it comes to the medical community. Um, which are troublesome. I, I read quotes though. Like I have, I have an article open right now that a friend sent this morning. Was like, oh, these things are really bad, and they're just. I was underwhelmed. Um, she does a lot of the problematic. Like she says things like, "We can pray for disease," and like, you know, a fat person is someone whose like fat cells are like, those fat cells are like sadness and da da da, and like. But I I didn't take it the way... But that's going against, like, science. That's going against... So those are the small things... I just think she was... She's not addressing the science. She's addressing stuff like... But she's... Oh, you have to figure out the underlying cause of why you feel away. Like, I didn't feel like she was saying, like... But your feelings don't make you you, you fat or bigger or overweight or... They do. They make you... can make you overeat. I mean, it can make you overeat, but at the end of the day, there's some people that are just... That... It's there's just people that are their, just bigger, and there's people that have physiology, polycystic ovary syndrome, and there's people that, you know, gain rapidly weight for certain diseases, but... I think that... Listen, I, I am listening to all of the candidates, and I think that it's very important that we are very careful this time around in making sure that we're vetting all of the candidates and that even if they are coming out with the zingers and they, you know, may have the hot takes, because remember, that is what they're all campaigning on. They're campaigning on Donald Trump's platform because even now they're all campaigning against Donald Trump. He's the social media president. So everything that they're going to do is going to be flashy and it's going to be, you know, we're going to be making memes and it's going to be funny, but we cannot meme our way into another four years with, we already have children in cages. So I really don't want to meme another president into, uh, yeah, it's already really, really bad. So although I do, you know, there's a lot of things that she said that were very impressive. I will say for all the candidates, all the candidates, you know, we really need to look at the the good as well as the bad and really see um, how dangerous they can be in the future. So one last question about Mm -hmm. this before we go. I personally... How, do you how do you feel how would you feel if the, this um I'm always trying to think about how to ask this as a yes or no are you scared of things going exactly back to the way they were before Donald Trump if if a Democrat wins what do you mean going back to before Donald Trump Cause... like if everything just reverted back to the way it was would you be happy I mean I don't if Listen, I think that four years ago was the country perfect. No, I think that there are things that have happened legislatively that have really traumatized and and disrupted a lot of people's well-being and a lot of people's happiness. So for that reason, I would say, yes, I would go back. Um, But, you know, we can't. And we just we have to learn from what happened in 2016. And I think. For me, the most important thing is that we have to understand that even if somebody is saying something that sounds really great and it's funny and it's like your uncle or it's like, you know, like, hey, girl, like, I, you know, whatever, you can get down with even that. Even if they're like, there's a saying where I come from. 
Yes. Dipping in the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you know, if you're trying to get, yeah, all of that, all of that, we have to see through all of that because at the end of the day, we have babies in cages right now because we memed a person and we, you know, we laughed, you know, and we kind of like cajoled people until he was making laws that put babies in cages so i would just say that let's just you know let's just really try not to repeat the same mistakes that we did before it's all nice and good you know i love to laugh like everybody else i love memes love meme culture but i don't want another meme as a president and it's i yeah it's no no more for no me mass. No mass. i think i have been <laughs> radicalized um oh yeah yeah <laughs> i just want i want Big structural change. Yeah. Like Liz like says. <laughs> I just, I feel like there's just so much stuff wrong. And when I really think about it, I'm just like, burn it all. Yeah. Burn it to the ground. Over. Like, I, I don't, I don't think these things are fair. I don't think they're right. Yeah. And I'm just so sick of like tackling them like section by section. Like healthcare is a big one. Like Oof. just us all complaining together about how complicated it is to fill out forms. Like that don't make no sense. Yeah. I these things should all get fixed and they like how are we really gonna get better on that on that marianne tip like how are we gonna fix these why can't dark we just, psychic forces does that why can't we just do like okay i know okay teachers close your ears I'm, I'm i apologize why can't we just copy from other people you know why can't yeah. we just you know isn't that the way is that not the american way why can't Stealing. we just why can't we why just can we go to appropriate? why can't we culturally appropriate you know the healthcare system from other countries where it's working or maybe not working and say you know what we're going to take all the good stuff that you guys are doing that's working and not all the bad stuff. Why can't we do that? Is that not, like, easy? Yeah, I just isn't, get nervous like, isn't, things like that. And things like, is, Isn't you know, that maybe a, a each, better way to do it? We have presidential candidates, including the mayor of the city where this happened, on stage and getting asked whether they think the, the cop that killed Eric Garner should be fired. Like, I want to live in a country where we don't just say, I don't, this is wrong, this is a tragedy. Stop fucking doing it. The shootings. Oh my God. There were three this week. I didn't know that. I thought there were two. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. They, they said on the news there were three this week. Thanks. Uh, and I, uh, the, the debates, they, were, they brought it up when they brought up the point, you know. And I was, uh, John Lemon said the three shootings this week. And I was like, fuck, there's one I didn't even know about. Don Lemon, the glow up. Okay. The glow up. He is back, the foundation, folks. The bronzer. He is back to the cookout. The is he back to your cookout? hairline. Some, <laughs> some topics spray. I know it when listen, I see it. Listen, listen, he came with the potato Drew salad with the eyeliner on those sideburns and he said, <laughs> call it a dizzy. Don Lemon is back. Yeah, I um, can't take it anymore. Like, I sometimes feel like I'm just going to explode like or I'm living in Groundhog Day or Deja Vu or yeah. how does this, we, we just can't fix this. We just have to be like, oh, it's really, really sad. It's just really sad. It's a, it's a tragedy. Just We just got to be a black woman at a funeral that didn't know the person that well, <laughs> shaking our head. But, but still, oh, but you know, maybe. still feels your, it, still mm, feels it. Mm, yes. Yes. I w- you know, I really, I want to, I want to be, I, and I'm going to be optimistic. You know, I, I think that, you know, I, I really hope that 
we're not the worst of ourselves that we you know that we are people that learn from our mistakes and you know that this it, it can be better this time and i i intend to definitely pay closer attention to the candidates and see um once we have um gotten to our final choices that i do what i can do to volunteer or you know do what i can do locally to make sure that we get the right people in those positions to support whoever gets elected which is hopefully a democrat Yay. <laughs> okay. And we'll be back. Yep. Okay, well, not all marriages or love stories have happy endings. But this one did. This is a great ending. Tanzanian billionaire Reginald Menji dies at 75, leaving $560 million for his 39-year-old wife. Um, yeah, that story's pretty much what it sounds like. This business magnate, which I just want to point some attention right now to a shithole country where this dude who's not the president Mm -mm. or anything Mm -mm. is... Just a businessman. 500 wait how much money did he have it's uh he had 200 so he's a 200 times almost uh more rich than trump yeah i'm exaggerating a little bit um yeah so that's what's going on in tanzania i had no idea so he's the richest man in tanzania he was married to a beautiful uh pageant pageant girl miss tanzania mm-hmm. and he died, which is sad. Don't strike me down for my the way I started the story. But he left her $560 million. How do you feel, like, how comforting do you think that would be? Miss Tanzania. After your husband died? Hacha. I just want you to know, <laughs> if you need a best friend to comfort you during this very hard and grief-filled moment, I'm available, Haji Bear, on Instagram, please. In fact, you know what? <laughs> Instead of me being a gold digger for, you know, some old dude, she's pretty. I should just become bisexual and... Ma'am, I Why would, don't we just go listen, after her? I will become we your companion. Go, like, no, I will become your lady companion. Yes, listen, like, okay? What is a Boston marriage like in the... In the you know... What I, was that, the 20s? I will, you know, be your personal shopper. I, you know, I can read your tarot cards. Ooh. I don't know how, but I'll learn. YouTube is you know a what? wealth it's of information. It's up to interpretation. You don't a even have to learn. Just put them down. And you know what? Yeah, exactly. I, I wear I wear turbans well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a great shoulder to cry on, Miss Tanzania. Mm-hmm. I too, I too, have had relationships not work out, not end up in death, but maybe I can find a way to comfort you. Help me help you. Help I really me help like you. they might have actually been in love also. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, I do. Really yeah, know. I do hope that, you know, I don't know if there's there was children involved, but my um condolences goes out to the family. Um whenever you lose someone regardless of how much they're worth, you know, obviously the life is more than the money, but I do hope that you know that she is. Look, she's set for the rest. She is she good. She could take you her five hundred closest friends and eat, give them a million dollars, and she'd still be good. And thirty nine is young. Because she would have sixty million. Listen, okay. I, listen, Miss Tanzania. I hope that you are living your best life after you. You know, you get past this time of grief. 
It's going to be her and Rihanna. Listen. Buying eyelids and partying. Live your best life anytime. Um, I hope that she has some really great, um, you know, what is it? Financial advisors. Financial advisors. But you don't really need to grow the money. Oh, Oh, even uh, I hope that she's a philanthropist, you know, Kai, my cat is trying to. He has lost his mind. I took the cat's mom. He doesn't know what we're doing. Now he's coming at us from both angles, from every side of the table. He's jumped up on the bench next to us. Ten times, times trying to eat times. my Greek salad. Your cat, you don't eat salad. You know, maybe he's trying to get svelte. You know, he's trying to maybe, you know. He's already skinny. He is really skinny. Um, but yeah, I hope they listen. I, is that the Anna Nicole? You know what? I'm not going to project that on anyone. I, again, listen. I, now I wish I'd been reading the Tanzanian, Tanz, Tanzania <laughs> tabloids for, you know, the past, like, 10 years. Do I need to put so my okay Cupid to Tanzania? So that... I can see what's been going on because I want to know, was this, like, a marriage that was super weird or was it in the, you know, do people kind of talk about it a lot in the papers? You or know, like... there is, there is a... African shade room. Ooh, there is, and I remember it's. It's really. I didn't know who any of the people were, but at least they were. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, we're looking. at He kind of looks right like now. George Jefferson. He's not a. He looks I mean, like an African George Jefferson. He's guy. not like look a bad up. looking seventy five year old. In fact, and look, he was cuter. He was. He, I mean, he just. He's not Reginald like a, Abraham. Okay, this cut is not clean because we literally were attacked by the cat. <laughs> Anyway, um, he's not bad looking. Yeah. I could do this. Yeah, and she's she's very beautiful. She's young. She looks great. He looked actually like a very young 75, actually. He looks really... Was he, was he 75? He was 75, yeah. He, he looks, looks really good, listen. He looked like a man that lived well. Let's see, he started, um, he started by selling pens. Oh, did they have two kids? He started selling ballpoint pens. Uh... They were experiencing a shortage of everything in Tanzania during the mid-80s. And then he had to sweat to get ballpoint pens. Let's see. Is there a, someone going to explain this? They're just going to keep saying the pens. I, no, he literally <laughs> sold pens. Okay. When, when the components arrived. Oh, so he transported pens from Mombasa, Kenya <coughs> to Tanzania. He said, when the components arrived, I didn't know where to put them. So the best place was my bedroom. And it was in that bedroom that I started the assembly of the pens. Oh. Having realized he could do well with the ballpoint pen selling and purveying business, the next thing in his head was to quit his job at Cooper's and Librand, which, oh, he worked at Price Waterhouse Coopers. Oh. And then he also did stuff. He sold shoe polish made from ground charcoal and oil and natural skin, info, skin exfoliator, which okay. was simply bottled sea mud. He was on a roll and made everything he could. Toilet paper, soap, detergent, beds. Okay, that, you listen, just threw if that you, in there. If you thought your hustle... If Shoes, you thought, toothpaste. Listen, that man was selling everything but the kitchen sink. He said, you want, a, you want an exfoliator? What, what, <laughs> he sold the mud. He sold the What do you want? Do you want, do you want, some, do you want some skin care? He put, mud in a tin, he put mud in a tin can and sold oh, it Oh, his first people. wife, he has seven children from them. Hey. Okay. Hey, seven children. Listen, if, what is it? It ain't tricking if you got it. <laughs> seven children. Wait, from the same woman? Or just with, from different women? 
No, from his first wife. Oh. He went to the oh. UK. He went to Cambridge and he worked for Pricewaterhouse Cooper. Listen. He was a generous giver, started foundations. He sounds like he had a really interesting oh, life. You Bless know him. what? Rest in, you know, rest in yeah. peace to. Oh, and the they do. And he has little young there. children yeah. with his wife. Okay, that's sad. And they're really, really cute. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying that they have kids. They're little cuties. Yeah, I again, you know, rest in peace. You know, again, when you lose someone, regardless of how much money you have, it's the person that, you know, is lost. But she's beautiful, and those kids are adorable. I wish them the best. But, wow, he seemed really accomplished. Wow. Yeah, it's really Starting cool. I wish pens. I knew about him, like, before he died. Like Right, selling pens. Like, we need to have, like... We need to be educated about people like this. Like, hopefully, he's yeah. not like a bad person. Like, you I want to know more. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want to know but, more international. To be honest, I want more international. Like, like just like you said, shade room. I want. Yeah. I want to know the top like like pop culture figures mm. in every country, sort of. Okay, on to some pop culture of our own. Yeah. Um, on these shores. A one Mr. Slater. Oh. Mario Lopez with those cute-ass dimples. AC Slater has done it again. So, you know, sometimes when you have a successful career for 30 years, you just want to ball it up like a piece of paper and aim for the trash. And um, that's what he did. Mm -hmm. Uh, He decided to go on the show that is Candace Owens, noted black right-wing conservative that can't find a flat iron Mm-mm. um Mm-mm. oh moisturizer she, or deep conditioner it's or... almost like her hair is like a protest to us well there is the to meme. the black community there is the meme that those that do not um that actively work against the black community um are punished by the ancestors via dry um dry weave um what is it no edges and also aging rapidly so yes, oh, the, damn, yeah, the, the, the ancestors, you know, the ancestors come, you know, they they really do look out for us. They're coming yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. So she's just a horrible. She's like a, uh, what's that loud white girl that had her own show, Tammy Loren? Oh yes. And um, so, she. I mean, you know who Candace Owens is. Um, anyway, he she, she Kanye, has a sh- Kanye affiliated. Right. Mm-hmm. She's a show yeah. that's a podcast that she like tapes for live. And for some reason Mario Lopez went on there, which to me Was it like in a bat cave? Before we go on to what <laughs> he said, Why? what who you have a publicist, you have an agent, you have a manager, you have a lawyer, you have all the things, like you're in hosting, like so it's even very image, yeah. like your image is part of Aren't you on access your Hollywood brand. And one yeah. of those? Yeah. What in God's name made him go on there? Maria Menounos would, would be you know, really Look, Maria Menounos right is now. one fine bitch. Look, okay, she is fine. She is fine. But I think you know what, I you know, the one of the really sad things is finding out like all these nineties you know, people are like, isn't John Sabato Jr. also like, like super? Oh, Antonio Sabato. A- a- Antonio, look yeah, at John. He's, he's a mess. <laughs> you know, like, um, is it Hercules? What's his name? Um, yes. Uh, ooh. Uh, mm. Sorbo. Kevin, yes, Kevin Sorbo, Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. Yes. All you know, all of them. I don't even know. That's like going to any of these right wing, um, you know, racist adjacent. Uh, what is it called? Dog whistling uh, sites, that, uh, sites and news channels that they have. It's really, it's really sad that he would even go on there. But then the comments that he made were what? Okay, so I'm gonna read them verbatim. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I kind of want the Candace Owens part too. Hold on yeah. one second. The weirder ones for me is this new white 
this this new trend where celebrities are coming out, and I know Charlize Theron did this a few weeks ago, keep her name out your mouth, is saying that their child is picking their gender. And this is strange to me. And they say, oh, I looked at my child and my child was swimming in a bathtub and looked up and said, mommy, I'm a boy. And that's weird. Um, okay. And so she said that she was a nanny and it convinced her that children don't always mean what they say. And I'm trying to understand this new Hollywood mentality where they just think their children now have the mental authority. Okay, so then Lopez says, I'm trying to understand it myself, and please don't lump me into that whole group. I'm kind of blown away, too. Look, I'm never one to tell anyone how to parent their kids, obviously. So that means you're about to tell them how to parent their kids. And I think if you come from a place of love, you really can't go wrong. How many caveats are you allowed to have in one sentence? But at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying you're feeling a certain way or you think you're a boy or a girl or whatever the case may be, I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make this determination. Then, well, okay, you're going to be a boy or a girl, whatever the case may be. It's sort of alarming. And my gosh, just think about the repercussions repercussions later on. I'm drinking rosé now. He added, when you're a kid, you don't know anything about sexuality yet. You're just a kid. Um, I think parents need to allow their kids to be kids. But at the same time, you got to be the adult in the situation. Pause with that. I think the formative years is when you start having those discussions and really start making these declarations. Where do we even begin? It's so funny how straight people will talk about how we throw sexuality at children, but yet they will be twerking and and saying all types of inappropriate things to young kids about how many girlfriends and boyfriends girlfriends or like when when a boy you know when a baby boy is like cuddling with you they'll be like oh he's flirting with you it's it's just really ridiculous and also we have the internet all you have to do there's so many documentaries i can give you mario lopez if you do not have an optimum online password i have one for you there are documentaries and there are things that you can use to look at how real parents that are dealing with trans kids have to deal with. And it's not just, hey, I want to be an astronaut, mom. Hey, today I want to be a princess. Hey, I want to be a girl. Like, that's not how that works, you know? So, yeah, and yeah, that's you know? the, the key thing. And so I read the comments underneath, uh, I think, Deadline, where I lo- was looking this up in Deadline, which is the Hollywood magazine. And so... They talked about, you know, I'm a liberal, but I even think that that's too advanced. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. No one, none of you understand what trans is, including Mario Lopez, because he said, you don't understand sexuality. That's not okay, your sexuality. sexuality. Not. That's not who you're attracted to. Shout out to Euphoria. Why does this kept Like, <laughs> trans people can like the same gender they can like a different gender from their own like it doesn't have to do with you know caitlin jenner to everyone's awe shock and disgust you want to make fun of her but you don't want to actually learn from the example Mm -hmm. of being able to watch a very visible trans person she became trans and she still dates women that's who she's attracted to and then people want to be like all right does that make her a lesbian who the fuck cares the point is whatever you need to call it to to make it okay in your mind it's happening yeah That's how somebody feels, and that's what the fuck they did. So my thing with this is so many contradictory things, right? Like saying you have to wait till you're older to have those conversations. But the child had that conversation. They brought it up. So then how how does a kid, like how does a kid make their own selves inappropriate from their innocence, sitting in the bathtub, Mm -hmm. if you want to call it 
you know, in her in Candace Owens' stupid scene that she painted. Mm-hmm. They're sitting in the bathtub playing with a rubber ducky, and they say to you, I'm a girl, then that means that's what's on their mind. How is How do you have to wait till later? But also, the thing that I feel like is not being addressed is that all of these dangerous repercussions that he's talking about are just more transphobia. It is, yeah. Because you don't absolutely. have to take everything a kid said. What if... If your little boy is four and he said, Mom, I want to wear dresses now. And then you let him do it and he just got over it one day and yeah. changed his mind and wanted to wear pants again. Or you let him do it and he wanted to wear it for the rest of his life and was a straight man that just cross-dressed sometimes. Or he actually became trans. You have no idea what's going to happen. However, if you put all this weight onto it, which I'm, I can't say that any one parent can act like they live in an island. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. societally, you're going to worry about people teasing him and it could cause huge problems with people being abusive. However, the, my, my point is that in a perfect world, it wouldn't mean anything. So the only reason you're getting excited and hyped up is because you don't want your kid to turn out trans or gay. You certainly don't bat an eye if, if a cisgender girl says I'm a girl. Yeah. So then you do think that cisgender kids can identify what they are. Exactly. It's, things are only inappropriate when it's a different uh, gender identity than what you consider the norm or a different sexual preference. Like, then it's like, oh my God, like how, does, how did you know you were gay at such a young age? How the fuck did you know you were straight? Stop acting stupid. We yeah. all had crushes. And that's, I was chasing boys around in third grade, like, chasing them. Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, if you only have to be around kids or have been one your, yourself to know how kids really do. My thing with Candace Owen and my thing with all of these people and all of these... Um, and even you, you, we see it all the time now, right? It's misinformation. And it goes back to what you were saying earlier about the greatest thing about... The best way to tell a lie is to mix a little bit of the truth into it, right? And also mix people's biases against, you know, against mm-hmm. themselves. The fact that Mario Lopez would even go on a show that's hosted by Candace Owens, and he's been in the business since he was a kid himself. So he's very much aware of the type of person that he is, the type of audience that um, that she is, rather, and the type of audience that she has. And he works in Hollywood, which is That LGBT he works in Hollywood. Family. So he's playing and he's trying to toe the line because... Ding, ding, ding. Election season is coming up. It's going to get really dirty. People are going to start towing the line between both. I want to, you know, I'm, I'm both sides of things. Yeah, you know, black people really are kind of mean, but should we be that mean to them? It's walking this line, which I really hate, and also walking this line of truth, right? It's this thing of saying of any three... Anybody who has been a parent or who has been around children and a three-year-old comes to you and tells you that they want to be something, that's not how this works. And I don't even think these parents are saying, oh, my three-year-old is now a girl. Because when that child decides that they're going to put on jeans the next day, I hope that any parent, much like any Hollywood parent, would say, you know what? That's just what they want to do this week. Yeah, and that's, like, the that, that's, that's what you're supposed that's, to do with children. But that like, is what Candace Owens is criticizing because people have such a poor understanding of what trans is. So... But, but but I think what she's doing is this. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what I think she's doing is that she's mixing that exactly. confusion. She's in, taking in, advantage in, of the in, confusion that people with, don't actually yeah, know what it is. In with the fact that it's trans, because she's saying that now she's making trans be into a flippant thing that a three-year-old. She uses the examples very. They, and the thing is, they do that on purpose, right? Because if if any any bad situation that you'll experience in life, you can always make up in your head a situation that would make that right. You could see some 
somebody saying, oh, I'm not going to listen to my trans child when they tell me that. And the what your brain would say, a scenario that would make that happen is like, yeah, what if a three-year-old says it? If a 16-year-old... Exactly. You're talking about when because people when make a, ridiculous yeah, Exactly. Examples. Because yeah. when, a, when a 16-year-old or seven-year-old comes to you and says, you know what? And then, you know, you draw the red line and say, oh, yeah, you've always really have been wearing dresses because that's what happens in real parent and child well, relationships. From, like, this is not a also, thing. Also, like, like, it's not a thing. Very like, there's no smart, three year old yeah. saying like, there's no three year old saying like, oh, I want to be a boy, and a parent being like, oh my god, let's get a psychologist. We got to get a sex change. We got to make sure that's, that we, what I, that's, that's what not that's, that's what not happening. Parents are listening. What's happening? It's not scary that parents are listening to their children and saying, you and know what? Be you. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to force my... The things that were forced upon me about what a boy is supposed to do, about a, what a girl is supposed to do, I'm not going to force that. And people like Candace Owens do not like that you are having that relationship with your children, that you're being open, that mm. you're breaking those traumatic chains mm. that have made you now pay thousands of dollars of therapy. Mm. They want you to continue that process. Mm. So it's it's not about your child saying that to you at three years old. Imagine when your child says that to you at 16. You're going to take it more seriously, right? So, but she doesn't give that example. She gives an example of something ridiculous, of something that no parent would actually even really sit there and think, you know, maybe a parent may be like, you know what, let me take a little note of this. My child said this, and two years later, oh, is there, are they still saying the same thing? No. Maybe they're saying something different. Or maybe they are saying something a little bit the same, and then parents can take... Listen, there's enough books, even if you're not a parent, there's enough videos for you to look at people who have trans children and the process they go through. It tears families apart. It brings them together. But what she and all of her ilk are wanting is for you not to have this openness with your children, not Mm. to be able to have these conversations, Mm. not to break down these walls of trauma that we've built up to make it a normal relationship to disregard our children and what they have to think. She re- she basically broke down a whole group of people into three year old children mm. as 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 the reason as to why we should not allow them to exist mm. and that is criminal and the fact that Mario Lopez fell for that he needs Hollywood we need to do better guys I thought we had more better PR than this like mm. what's what's going on that is so deep yeah. that is so deep you came at her p- future parenting with her little. Tory party fiance. Listen, they're getting married at a Trump vineyard. But that's so, and that everything you said is like brilliant. That is exactly that. And to build on that, that's that on that. But to build on that, (laughs) um, I think that there's a lot of misconception, even amongst people that consider themselves liberal, intelligent. People don't understand what being transgender is. Mm -hmm. They think everyone gets a sex change. They think everyone does hormones. Mm -hmm. They don't know anything about that some people don't choose to. Some people don't have... Many people don't have the resources, the insurance to. People can be gender non-conforming. People can decide they're sort of just like in between. They're neither gender. Um, So exactly what Haja is saying is true. They want you to get an image of a three-year-old like asking to take hormones. When in fact... There's nothing else that you would do at that moment that your cisgender, you know, girl, a baby you had that was born with a vagina turns you says, mommy, call me a boy now. Yeah. All you would have to do is call them a boy and keep it moving. Yeah. So, but there's, these people are in a panic that it's going to be permanent because they hate trans people. Mm -hmm. So that is where the real conflict is coming from. There is no conflict. Nothing is permanent about, if you really think stuff is a phase, like that's what kills me is like. Sometimes these things are a phase and sometimes they're ruinous for the rest of our lives. Like, I don't understand 
how he said, imagine the repercussions for the future. And I, I, I'm having a hard time imagining what they are like other than people, people being abusive and all the horrible statistics about poverty and the death rate of trans people like you. And that's a different conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Like my lovely child who I love, no matter who you are, I'm so worried about this. This is things to be cautious about in dating and do I mean, like, yeah, that's like, a different conversation. Listen, people are already going to be the world is already going to be trying to break down your child. Why would you want to be on the side of the people that's trying to make your child feel less about themselves, regardless mm. of how they identify? Why mm. would you want to be on the side of the bullies? Mm. Why would you encourage your why would you be on your show encouraging people to mm. be on the side of the bullies? You already created a person that you have to worry for the rest of of their lives that they're okay that nobody hurts them nobody you know abuses them and you know you got to send them out into the world but then you also going to be a bully to them as well like what's the point don't just don't do it that's so deep don't yeah do it. <laughs> i just get so frustrated because i'm not sure how we change this narrative where people know nothing about a top it's like transgenderism is one of the most hottest like topics out there right now like mm-hmm. we it's Trans people are even like overrepresented in the media, and not not in terms of the roles that trans actors are playing, but like the amount of discussion that they get, the T and the LGBT yeah. is really big right now, which is great. But the knowledge, like much, I mean, I guess you could analogize it. Is that even the word? Analogize. It should be. I like it, G- guys. I like it. Analogize. Whatever happens to my tolerance in the heat? Listen, analogize. a bottle of rosé that was given to me from work. It's called. This rosé brand is called Diving Into Hampton Water. Ooh. Let me tell you where I want... France, it is... Listen, I want to... I want to... I've never, I've never gorgeous, been to the Hamptons. Though. The bottle is very beautiful. It's a beautiful bottle. Someone is diving yeah. on a completely 90 degree angle. Into a beautiful crystal Which I guess if you're a synchronized bottle. swimmer, you could do that. Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> uh, anyway... Tangent! So... How are people, you know, I was going to say you can analogize it to like the way people think racism is like when yeah, you have a mean sure. thought about a group that you think is like, you know, you have an assumption. No. Oh, I was going to say no, nigga, because that's where I am right now. <laughs> I was watching a video today on Vice of Latino conservative Latinos against uh, against liberal Latinos. And they were talking to. Uh, conservative Latinos who voted for Trump. Um, did they all look like white Cubans? Yes. And then they were just... Shame. Sorry, they did. Yeah. And the one guy's like, they're like, Trump's not racist because racism is, you know, where you have an assumption about other people. And I'm like, okay, I don't... I mean, he said that certain countries are shithole, but okay. Yeah. But anyway, like, no, it's not, you dumb fuck. It's infrastructure, Okay, yeah. it's I don't understand like so legit people don't understand that there's systematic racism. They think no. it's just Mm-mm. mean feelings, and so I feel like that's kind of like guys just how, get over it. So how are we gonna get people to you know just lightly stop like scooping off the surface of what trans is, and really retain some actual information like. We have to have trans people in the media. We have to have them. It can't just be posed. We need to have them on the news. And not and no to shade to anyone, them. but it can't just be like beautiful, light-skinned trans women with uh, 3C hair. Yeah, we need to be able to see trans people in our everyday lives. Like all shapes so that and we sizes. Can, because that's how you humanize people. Not just people. ones that pass as light-skinned black women. Exactly. Okay, tell it. Um, we have to be able to see them in everyday life and in, 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 in roles 
that are um, that are human that are that look like us, so that we can be able to see that they too are humans. Because or just someone that didn't take any hormones to just say like, hey. Or we or people, you know, everyone thinks, oh, they got a sex change. They went to Thailand. Like people only want the titillating parts. They want to know about genitals. What are you? What kind of junk you got down there? Like, which is like a but crazy rude question. Listen, if you want to know that, guys, Google G O O G L E. Yeah, don't the don't internet ask internet has so much a wealth of information from the people that want to give it. See, that's the thing. You don't go and ask trans people, and some may feel comfortable, some may not feel comfortable. But if there are things that you want to ask, that you want to educate on, your, that you want to educate yourself on, the Into Al Gore's internet is here for you. Okay. Well, they have to want it. it. Is here. But you have to, you have to know that you don't know something, and unfortunately, I don't know if Mario Lopez is just dumb or he just got baited into commenting on that. I mean, I don't know what kind of stuff he could have thought. He was going to talk about it on that show. It was obviously he, going to be yeah. hateful. We, I, th- I think what we have to do is we have to be able to call people out and say, you should have done better and ask all the pertinent questions, right? You've been in Hollywood way too long. You didn't end up on The Shade Room. You didn't end up on Joe Button's podcast. Yeah, you didn't end up on Red Table Talk. You know what I mean? You didn't end up on Red Table Talk. So he knows because, and again, I feel as if this is, he is trying to get on this whole bandwagon before it starts. For what purpose? For the purpose of towing the line when it comes to these, um, I want to see both sides reporting um, of the trying to tow the line between, oh, are we going to continue this uh, semi-racist? Maybe he'll be in the next presidential debate. You know what I mean? Honestly, I think people are smart. People are trying to hedge their bets the same way that all of a sudden all those people that were anti-Hillary, that were, you know, pro-Jill Stein, that were voting third party and wanted to start a revolution um, by, by, you know, casting the revolutionary vote. All of a sudden that they got quiet after the election, they got quiet when we started talking about babies in the border. Those same people, the same people that are now talking about how they used to march with Martin Luther King because too much time has passed by for us to not know that they really weren't are the same it time doesn't change guys but it's it's the same game these same people are trying to hedge their bets and listen that's not to say that i'm there you know on the march i'm not you know a revolutionary i i'm i'm hoping that I, internet, I we're internet loud mouth. Listen, I'm internet loud mouth in it. You know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm always talking somebody's ear off at some dinner party, having some inappropriately political conversation at, yes. at, a, at a brunch. Um, <laughs> Break the rules of etiquette. But, you know, but, what, what, but that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, guys, it's, you know, it's happening. But I think that what we need to do is that we need to, when it comes to trans people, we need to, you know, and I hope that there's more shows out there, more representation, because I think what Pose has done and what representation has taught us is that we are able to see people as they are, like ourselves. We see similarities more than we see differences, and Mm. we're able to humanize them and think of them as more than just a meme Mm. more than just somebody's hot topic yeah i totally agree so yeah that's you know i hope you got a more in-depth analysis because to cover the fallout and give you that part of the development he did have to apologize Mm -hmm. his network expressed that they were disappointed 
we are staunch supporters of LGBT. We we know Mario very well, and we're disappointed in this statement. These values don't uh, reflect our values. Mm-hmm. And I was actually listening to the Gay Power Hour, which is Ooh. a podcast that I met. Um, I went to a live taping of Ooh. my friend Roger, who was also a guest on the show way back in the fall. He read a monologue for that for a different podcast that was associated. So anyway, Gay Power Hour, you can look that up. And they were a bunch of... It was a very interesting conversation about whether uh, they are two... They were, it was two HIV-positive uh, comedians, drag queen comedians. And they were talking about uh, an HIV joke that someone made. Oh, someone... This guy that used to be on Full House said that Pose is just... Uh, Glee with a viral load. Ah. (laughs) And they were like, they really, then they were like, they were like, look, it's our disease. It's funny. We think it's funny. Like we fought this hard and all these people died to be normal. Right. So to get the right to feel normal. Uh So if you don't have a fucking sense of humor about it, fine. But like they were actually pushing back against the knee jerk apology Mm. that people do like they you know glad had to come after this kid and they're like they were like look he was tap dancing and singing on full house he was gay as the day Mm. like he's clearly one of us so you know and they don't know if he's positive or not but they were like you really got to spend your protesting resources on this gay kid that made a joke yeah and so i mean and and to be honest like yeah it wasn't i think a lot of things are too sensitive to be talked about i just think it's like to, that's just the way I. That's where I veer to. I'm just like, ugh. Why do we? Why go there? It's distasteful. Yeah. But like, I like. I have an old fashioned sense of just like, oh, distasteful. And you might not think it's. You might be wondering where the bar is if you listen to this podcast. But, but no, like, stop talking about people's kids. Don't talk. Like I, I. Yeah, she you know, like this talking is, about this is, kids. This is this is something that I really do not like, and I, I hate it when it comes to social media and some of my favorite podcasters talk about and I'll I'll just put this out there this is just my personal feeling do not talk about people's kids whether it's positive or negative especially when it's celebrity kids I don't care what kind of narratives that you put on Blue Ivy to make her seem like she's some big diva and she's running the show and, you know, all these narratives that we give her. But then we talk about how whenever there's a young child that is being abused by the system, how they are always aged, how they're always given this adult narrative. Yet in our joking times, we do it. And I get it. It's a joke. I get it, too. But it makes me feel really uncomfortable leave people's kids out of it just just let them be kids and if they feel as if if they get a publicist and they're out here and they're an artist then yes fair game but when they're just out here just being somebody's child and just trying to figure things out just leave them out of it you know so that's Hodge's line which she brought up to me the other yeah. day which I think is is deep but the reason that I bring up the line thing is that so like whilst I I I don't even think I'm qualified to say whether the joke is like okay or not so I'll just leave that alone However, they're, these, these hosts, their reticence to, they're like the, the, the disgust and annoyance they felt with the immediate like barrage of like statements and apologies. It made me think, what would they think about these announcements? You know, when a state network's just like, we don't support this. Da, 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 da. And it's like, what, what part don't you support? Yeah. Do you really understand like the nuance of the things that went wrong in the conversation that we have outlined here? Or is it just purely political to just say, this person looks like they are getting a little bit dragged on the internet. I don't know them today. You know, just say, separate yourself and blanket statement. But 
you know, we could, I actually, their show, his show, which what, what is it? Entertainment Tonight, Today, yeah, yeah. This Morning, This Afternoon, is, Access yeah. Backstage, uh, yeah, Access Englewood, Access Burbank, <laughs> I don't know. Access. <laughs> like, I don't know which one, but they brought a trans person and I think a psychologist or someone or an educator to talk. So the shadily, he wasn't on the show that day and then they just interviewed speakers. So I think that's really great. So shit maybe if we watched it we would have seen that people got like exactly the kind of education we were just hoping that they could access but I remember that apology thing and I'm like oh it feels a little shallow and then you just have people similar to how you're saying you don't want white people to just be like have more to like push back against with the reparations sometimes these apologies then they're just like oh where's the freedom of speech where's our rights people are so sensitive and it's like if, you know, I would have loved like a longer, you know, people's attention span is so short nowadays, but I would yeah. love like a paragraph, even a page of text, mm-hmm. like a page with ads in it. You could handle it. That's <laughs> double, you know, that's two doubles, this double space, size 14 font, yes, exactly. Arial. And you just say like, look, the, good the reason, you know, there's nothing to fear from kids expressing things like gender identity can transform throughout one's life and, you know there we sh- we need to move away from this kind of exotic exoticization oh i'm girl exoticized exotic okay no i'm not gonna is try I, I, I too have been drinking wow this is just one of the <laughs> we need to move past this Off i would say othering othering of like alternative sexualities and stuff yeah and saying that they're like in a pro we are when we say that they're for it's when you're older to talk about we are implying that these things aren't innate yeah that there's some sort of a choice. And we're also implying that they're, like, naughty. Yeah. So I would have loved just, like, we don't like the language that colors transgender identities Mm -hmm. as something inappropriate for children when instead we know that people, you know, are born expressing all... But they can't say that, can they? Yeah. Because they can't take a stance and say, I believe people are born gay, I believe people are born like this. So when you say we distance him, you're being supportive, but you're also saying nothing. Yeah. And then nobody learns... Which makes it, which makes you question. And then everyone's just like, well, why can't I say my opinion? It's like, you can, but your opinion's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we never, we never get to the part where it's like, you can say it, but now I will drag you because you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. When Mario said, you know, they shouldn't even be thinking about sexuality, which, um, first of all, baby, kids, mas- toddlers masturbate. Yeah. They do all the things. Yeah, like, they do all the things. But, like, when you say, oh, sexuality is, like, so far away, then I was like, oh, he don't even know the difference between gender and sexuality and sexual preference. So you're talking about a big pile of nothing. And also, it's like a, it's also clickbait. Like, I think we have to also really, and maybe it's the cynic in me, but I think that this is all purposeful. It's like you said, all of that, right? All of that happened, right? And nothing was really said. Nothing was the, the the same thing that's in his employee handbook is what they end up doing, a la Starbucks, a la oh we're gonna go yeah. retrain. No, this is already a policy. You you already went through this. You ignored it the first time, so we're gonna do it again. Listen, yeah, I he hope- needed Mario Lopez. I, I'm gonna look it up at some point. Yeah, at, like we we can watch my, the show at my leisure. But I believe that every couple of years he probably does this just really? to stay semi relevant because I feel as if he is one of those people that ever so often I'm reminded. 
reminded, oh yeah, he's still on that show, Access Hollywood. Look, What's going on? He's, he's his always the type of working overtime, and this was exactly what that was because all of that happened. And what did we learn? That really, he's not really one because he apologized, and now he's taking a, a time to deeply reflect. He's not getting fired from his job, and they apologize. So that so he's not going to get any ramifications for that. So he gets he gets no consequence except for free publicity. He missed like a day of work. A, a day of work, a little bit of controversy that probably gets him more Trump supporters on the side, low key, and a little bit of us who probably weren't even checking for him for his political views, side eyeing him, no, but yet I still being like. I don't want to know like, what he thinks about politics. Ex- exactly. Do you know that I just exactly. realized I'm a racist? <laughs> Against who? I thought Whomst. this whole story. I was like. What Kelly Ripa must be so embarrassed. You think it was <laughs> Consuelo? He is not married to Kelly Ripa, you guys. No, but that can is I Mark say, Consuelo's as fine, fine as. First of all, you want to talk about knowing your sexuality when you're young? I was watching my babysitter was watching children. One Life to Live. Oh, whatever, all, all, all my children, and I Listen, was like, "What is happening on this you, screen? I don't I, know what it means." I too am a racist because when I first heard that. When I first heard that story, I said, Kelly Ripper is somewhere oh like saying God. she dodged a bullet. And it took me a couple of minutes. I was just like, wait. And in my face, in my, I was trying to like picture him and I was just like, that doesn't look Is like- Mark Consuelos even also Mexican? I... I Okay, their you know, daughter I'm gonna is do my, gorgeous. I'm gonna their daughter do my came Googles. out. Their daughter, Kelly Ripper and Mark Willis' daughter, came out Kelly like all minority. Like, there's what was no his name. She was um, on the show and all my children. Oh my God, I, I don't remember. Listen, I don't know what it was, but they were a very beautiful couple, and they are still. That is my dream. Oh my goodness! Get thousands of dollars an episode for something, and then you just provide me with a husband on set too that yeah. I carry into my real life. Like, like financial and me relationship up. success at one time, like but not not. I I would like I would not like the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt package. Please, thank you, thank you. I feel like I've had that. And that's you know, not a story for the pod. Yeah, <laughs> another story for another, another day, perhaps. perhaps. Another day. Perhaps. Yeah, so we we can stop being such curmudgeons and we can watch the episode that he wasn't on, see what the panel yeah. said, see what the uh, see what happened that was yeah, educational. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe. It but I I still think that there is that these apologies have to start being more specific yeah. across the board. Um, they just let go AJ. Yeah. Um, from his also entertainment today, yeah. entertainment oh, yeah. at three oh, thirty p.m. <laughs> Entertainment at two fifteen, whatever show, whatever. <laughs> all, all these shows that you can catch all your latest gossip. Whatever show that uh, was. Oh no, I didn't know he. They let him go. They let. Oh. They decided because they were investigating him. I feel like a lot. I feel like it started like Listen. last year for sexual harassment, and it was very specific. It was, it was not so specific as to seem like someone made it up, but it was. Specific enough, enough to seem his, organic from they that. They smoke with it, smoke this fire. That, yeah, that hairstylist woman yeah. who was like, this and this and this happened to me. He yeah. said these things and I left. And she was a someone who did hair and makeup for like all the, the shows. Yeah. So she wasn't like, I'm going to choose one day to make up something yeah. about one yeah. person for no fucking reason. And then there was a bunch of other allegations. So they're investigating him and they said they couldn't find anything to back up the claims and more claims came in. And so... They finally decided to let him go, but they just say, you know, they make it seem like 
Well, honestly, something that I w- don't understand why I can't ha- why that can't happen for police. Mm. If if you just been costing us money because you're in the court system and the tabloids All and you need time. security at your house and it's like a dr- fucking drag, you're we'll let you go because you're just it's at will firing. It's embarrassing. But I guess to I guess, us. I guess police are not at will firing. It's because I guess. of that. It's the police association. You know, every time that there's a police shooting, they always have to make some kind of statement that it's just it's, it's just it's the hardest job thing. to get fired from. Yeah. And it correlates with you get to kill people. So that's why I don't that's just the part for me that's like the bar is so low. Like you can fold clothes wrong and ground. get fired. Someone cannot like the way your hair is and you get yeah. fired. So I just don't get I, I just don't get. But yet anyway, it seems like AJ, they kinda let him go that way, like you're just a disturbance. There's just more claims. They still didn't say, like, he's guilty yeah. of this. Because it wasn't even... It's not even, you know, in they, a criminal court. Or it's not in court at all. Because they, they have to stop the bleeding. Because they're internal they, procedure. Especially if they found out that people have complained. And there's been, like, a, a history of people complaining. They'll do stuff like ask you to yeah. resign. You know, hey, you know, yeah. we're not going to put you on the air anymore at all. Yeah, exactly. We're not, you know, basically... But, like, if Give you resign, you can get yeah. your severance. No one ever tells police stuff like that? Like... You really legit get to come all the way back fucking on the mm-hmm. forest. That's why, like, I, I'm also one of those people that I, I, I get why people are against the whole cancel culture because it is, you know, very pervasive on social media. But what I need people to also understand when they talk about cancel culture is that no one stays canceled. So even Ever. If, so even if the cancel culture, you don't like cancel culture, you don't like the process of cancel culture, but it doesn't actually result to much Although it does absolutely, you know, take make people accountable at least on a public, you know, stage, and that does make a difference. Ever yeah, so often, yeah, you get embarrassed for a short amount yeah. of time, and then you, yeah, it, and it does make a difference. But you sometimes. know who I don't think came back? Who? Do you remember that girl that was a PR specialist that flew to South Africa? Oh, that she said, tweeted like, uh, I'm "I hope going, I don't get, yeah, AIDS. I hope I don't get AIDS." Which is ignorant because obviously you don't contract AIDS. Well, she's probably working. Like, she got fired, I think. Yo, I read a really sad article about how she was, like, so depressed. It's, like, five years. It's been, by the way, like, five years. Couldn't leave her house. You know, all all her career opportunities, like, went down the toilet. and, And because of everything getting fucked up like that, she just has constant panic attacks. And, um can't leave that i mean it was pretty pitiful yeah but like it's 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 also you are a professional and you messed up and you shouldn't have done that absolutely these are the consequences to your actions and instead of you and again i'm you know i definitely um always would like to be sensitive and empathetic to people that are having reactions especially mental health reactions to you know things like that but at the same time, girl, you said it. You shouldn't have said it. It was vile. It was vile against a whole group of people. Who are and dying and leaving who, orphans. And- exactly. And the fact that you are having consequences is probably the first time you've suffered consequences. And even though you may be having panic attacks, I'm sure it's happening at the plaza. So Here's a order twist. some room no, service. No, it's not. She and a, she and a, she, Come on. She was PR, like, coordinator. But I don't think she that she... She could have been making, like, 13 but an hour. Listen, that woman 
is not making thirteen dollars an hour. Yeah, maybe she was in charge of the. I don't, I, I don't know. That, that woman is 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 crying into some eight hundred thread count um, Egyptian cotton sheets at the uh, at the plaza right now. Order just some extra tea and some um, tea biscuits and just call the it a day. The gag girl. It's is okay. that. She apparently was South African herself and oh was dear. going like half at least oh and was going to visit family. And so she said she was just making a joke. Like she was making fun of people who think that. South Af- white South she was Africans, being ironic. white South Africans, let this be your notice. You cannot make those jokes. Damn. White South Africans. You're like, and you shouldn't have done it by 3,000 folks now. Especially. In South Africa, you already know. One more again, white South Africans cannot make those jokes, and she knows. Excuse me, she knows that, and she knows that. She knows what it is. Is She knows what it is, and she's getting exactly what karma prescribed for her. It is not some. It's not always on time. Okay. But it comes I'm and it not collects. I'm always there when you call, but I'm okay. always on it's the, time. It, karma's like the tax man. Listen, you you can you can go, <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide. You can and even listen, go to Canada. You know, I I I, I you know I, I wish you the Lauren, best. Another Lauren know? Hill reference. Lauren Hill. <laughs> <laughs> She's aligning her chakras right now, okay? Aligning She's aligning her chakras, her chakras with H&R Block. So <laughs> oh, my God, that H&R Block. <laughs> okay, guys. Yes. I think we have, we have exhausted these topics, and we have exhausted our liquor cabinet. So. I have, yeah, <laughs> I, I have. Listen. So. Meals. Thank you I for have, having me. This thank you so for coming fun. on. This was so Yay. much fun. Oh I think God. we definitely need to do it again this summer. Yes, yes. At least, at least we can get a ending to, was our summer hot girl enough? Exactly. You know? We need to get, we need what to get What was like our body our count? Well, oh, God. And I, I listen, I'm, I'm in negative. Zero. I'm so far, zero. Negative zero. Zero. Negative zero. Yeah. No, negative five. Yeah, for for all the guys I could have had, but you know I was in my head. In my I was about head. to say in my head, like in my I, head. Listen, I am like the head. the most outgoing. I'm the most promiscuous woman I've known in my head. Listen, and then at night, it's did a you guys smooth... watch? Did you guys watch Black Coffee or Foxy Brown growing up? That was me. Wait, what was it? I didn't actually tell Black, you. Black exploitation. It's basically uh, like she didn't. She never bitches, hooked up with any bad of the guys. Afro. No, she did. Oh. So in my head, I was Black Coffee and Foxy Brown. But in my actuality, I was Bridget Jones. In my head, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> Black Carrie Bradshaw. But in my, in my real life, I'm like, ooh, but gonorrhea has mutated. And it's, back, it's, <laughs> it's antibiotic resistant. Uh, and you're like, you know what? I'll New just- York City, there's germs. You're like, you know what? I'll just Netflix again. Netflix and uh, Seamless. I'm yeah, like, ooh, yeah, yeah. but who's cleaning the under of... You're cleaning underneath your fingernails when you left your mom's house. Like, I Oh, just, dear. Yeah, listen, no. There's so yeah. many considerations. It's tough out. That's why I need a husband who's a Tanzanian billionaire. Um, <laughs> who's sickly. Who takes a royal bath. <laughs> gets every orifice clean. <laughs> oh, you need Prince Hakeem. I need from, Prince from, Hakeem. From you know there's a remake coming. There is. I'm excited for it. I, I'm excited for all the outfits I'm going to wear, too. I want it to be in it, but it's okay. Show. It might be more fun to watch. I'm telling myself Well, you that. hope, because these remakes, they're basically like a, a, a throw of the dice. You never know what you're going to get. You mm. never know. I haven't seen The Lion King yet. Me neither. I don't think I want to watch it. I know what's going to happen. I get it. You know? I do, but I just want to see how they made 
real looking lions talk. Like I want to see how that works. Okay, here's here's my thought. Right, you put on some National Geographic. You put on some National Geographic Lion Week. I'm sure they have a Lion Week. They do. Somebody has like a Lion Week. It's like hosted by Lupita. Right, you put on Lion Week, and then you put on the Lion King while Lion Week is on mute. Boom. Same experience. Pop some popcorn. I'm not sure. In the <laughs> and, 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 and during the commercials, because I know you're wondering, what do I do when I want to sync it with the commercials? When the commercials come on, you put on Beyonce's album and you play the songs for the album during the commercials. Boom. You're welcome, guys. It's been real. Thank so you. That's your Lion King hack. If you don't that have, is my if you don't have $17, for the IMAX, for just basically movies in Manhattan. If you or, don't want to don't try. have a metro card to go up to Harlem or Brooklyn, where their <laughs> movies, by the way, are like a good $6 cheaper. Yeah. So, yes, that is my uh, <laughs> my broke girl summer hack for you to uh, get the Lion King experience without spending the Lion King dollars. There wow. At this go. rate, we, we shall just be waiting until it's released on... Ooh, I feel like it's going to be some new streaming app. Oh, yeah, Disney. All the Disney content is moving to its own app. Yeah, I'm, I'm also not going to pay for that, so I'm also going to be finding ways. Listen, more hacks to come, guys. When they release it, I'll think of a new one. She's going to be the next person <laughs> to have... She's going to have, like, Napster 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be. I feel like there's very few things you can't. Wait, what is the new thing that people watch stuff for free on? Are we? I think it's like Showbox. I remember Showbox was a thing. I don't know if it's still a thing. I became an an adult and I actually really fucking subscribe for things. Um, because it's just easier. Especially and since I like cheap. work with some of and the places now, I don't want to like steal. Nine ninety nine and seven ninety nine. And if you listen, if you get that uh, student, find you listen. If there's a, ever a reason, ladies and gentlemen. I do not recommend dating student age people if you are no longer a student. However, if I can share a benefit, that student account gets you four ninety nine on Spotify. Another hack. Boom. You welcome to a shot. We've already talked about twenty dollar <laughs> salads on Seamless. I can't sit here and act like I don't buy like five times that many lattes, you know, a week for the the five the rest of the money. What I'm trying to say is that I pay $9.99 for Spotify, and I don't think that savings is, if I really cared about it, there's lots of other things that would change. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It, is, it, is, it isn't. But listen, for those that care, you will But the, what, I, what I think you is worth looking into is like an AMC card where you buy, you, you, get to, you pay like $40 a month to see like four movies. You know, you can see a movie every week. I know. I miss Movie Pass. I miss the original I movie, miss movie Pass. pass. That was a ridiculous see concept. A movie a day for the low, low price of nine ninety nine a month. I used to have to explain that to people over and it over. It was completely again. unsustainable. It was totally unsustainable, but I was here for it. I loved every second of it, and I only went to the movies like four times, and I paid them for like a year. But you know what? I was willing to do it. Okay, we are done. I am not <laughs> editing this. You are going to hear everything we said. All of it. You're going to get pet. I mean, you've already got it, okay? Listen, we were so I hope, so maybe what I want to do is apologize. That's, we're, we're at the end. I apologize. Sorry. I'm sorry. Everything happened the way it happened. It's, it's summer and things are just crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is going to, you're going to get this show tomorrow morning on Friday. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Now, you know what to do. 
rate, subscribe. Do all the things. On Apple, do all of the things. Please, Haja, give them your handles. Again, give the people what they I want. I am Haji Bear on Instagram. I barely post. Um, but yeah, like and subscribe this. Um, share it to your friends. Bump this up. This is a really, really great podcast. She is amazing and super creative and i can't believe that you guys are getting this for free like are you kidding me oh are you kidding me and i'm not only saying this because i live with her i'm saying this because it's the truth oh that's so sweet thank you so much so yeah like and subscribe and share with your friends and family okay bye bye